What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rose 1 through 10. We're back here with episode 106. And what's been a, a busy week? I'm just getting back a couple days ago on Monday from the Monster Mile. So happy uh, the second straight year they race on a Monday. I was able to uh, go back this year and not get rained out. And I know you were up at uh, Dominion watching some racing this past weekend. So, yeah, we got some stuff to cover and uh, talk about the outlaws a little bit. And I don't know. I'll, I'll go back through Twitter while we're doing this and see, make sure I don't, we don't miss any uh, big stories from the week. But yeah, man, uh, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, you mentioned I was at Dominion this past weekend and it just, uh, it dawned on me that, damn, it's kind of been a long week already. It's only Wednesday here. But yeah, nonetheless, uh, yeah, you were able to a third straight race in a row you've been to and, and three out of four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you missed Martinsville. Yeah. Yeah. I went Bristol, Martinsville, then Dega. So, okay. But nonetheless, yeah, three out of four. You've been hitting them all. Um, Got to hit them all till we hit them all. But yeah, nonetheless, you, it's uh, nice to have you back at the track again. And uh, glad you could stay for Monday. Was smart getting a late flight out there. Um, you know that this place, this race, I feel like it's always run on a Monday. I mean, you said no it, shit. it's back-to-back years, but I feel like it's every year it gets rained it's out. It's three out of four. Yeah, there you go. Just like you, three out of four, man, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. an unfortunate date for Dover because, I mean, we'll get into it, but it was a, a really good race on Monday. Um, yeah, I don't know where you want to fucking lead off here. What, what, what do you want to talk about? I mean, we can just start there, like, real quick, like, while we're on the subject. Like, yeah, it's a great racetrack, and they get great – fan turn out there it's just like it's just and it's like it's not the same argument as like bristol spring where like the fans don't turn out it's like the fans show up here and it's like i feel like especially now now that it's an smi track and they have like more flexibility with it it's just like you're doing a great racetrack with great fan support a, a disservice by not like giving them a new date yeah, hopefully they can get that worked out. I mean, we know the big shakeup is coming in the schedule, so hopefully they do get a better date. But um, nonetheless, it was a great turnout for a Monday. Um, I think that one race there really helps them. You know, it's kind of a one-off race, so I think that, that helps the market. Um, I think we need to see the same thing happening with Richmond, to be honest. But, yeah, it's uh, – it's, I think – I don't know. It was a great race Monday. I think the no qualifying certainly helped that with the the metric you had kind of a shake up crazy starting lineup with uh, the Talladega finish. Um, but yeah, the first stage was definitely interesting. You had a little bit of everything there in the first stage. I mean, yeah, there was some, some really good racing on Monday. I mean, I thought it was one of the best Dover races we've seen in years. And like, I w- it's kind of one of those like, You've been to enough races, you know, like I was sitting there like, I hope this isn't just like a good race in the stands. I hope like this is like an agreed upon like good race on TV because mm-hmm. it's been a few times like that where like we, we've we seen races from different perspectives and like disagreed on them. But like, it seems like we were both in agreement on this one that it was a, a, a damn good race there on Monday. And I mean, that battle between Truex and Chastain there, I mean, that was just a, I, you always love to just watch two guys like duke it out. And I, I honestly wish it stayed green just to like see how that would have ended. Cause I mean, they were duking it out and it seemed like, I mean, as always, like 
tough to pass the leader with clean air because it seemed like Chastain was like a little faster there, but just couldn't get the run. And then you got to see a little bit of uh, I don't know if you want to call it payback, but I'd say Larson definitely uh, hindered uh, Chastain there a little bit. I noticed like every time they came flying by Larson, it seemed like Larson would try to like side draft the hell out of Chastain going down the front stretch. Like it wasn't just one time, but it was interesting to see that uh, come into play. But damn good battle between Truex and Chastain there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was nice to have some tire wear. You saw some tire fall off. Um, and, and over the course of the long run, I mean, you saw you had the 24 car was really good there at some points. It seemed like the 11 early on was going to be the car to beat. Um, he almost won a stage. Um, and then the pit crew kind of shot themselves in the foot and put him, lost him about eight positions. Um, but, yeah, so – but you were able to see some passing even on the long run. I think that the tribute to the tire wear. Um, so yeah, it was a certainly exciting race. Um, and, and good for Martin Truex Jr. picking up the win. Uh, it was a Truex weekend up there at Dover. Um, yeah, I don't know. I doubt you, you mentioned the Larson thing. Uh, yeah, it's certainly a frustrating day for him. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk more about the Chastain incident that, that kind of got Larson in trouble there when Chastain got in the pool, but uh, yeah, just unfortunate something Chastain didn't need to be doing at the time. And, and like I said, we know he'll never get the benefit of the doubt. We've said that before. So just, yeah, unfortunate. I mean, it, was, it reminded me a lot of the uh, Denny Hamlin, JJ Yaley situation where JJ Yaley was just backing up the entry a little bit and Denny Hamlin was right there and, and spun him out, put him in the fence. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I saw that incident playing out. Yeah, like, I don't think, like, Ross, like, went in there. I was like, I'm wrecking I'm, the fuck yeah, out of I'm the Yeah, I'm wrecking 15. the pool, yeah. Like, it, it, but it's like, that's not an excuse, though. It's like, you just have to be patient. Like, you're 10, 15 miles an hour faster than the guy. Like, you don't have to pass him in, in that corner on, it was early in the race, too. I'm pretty sure lap. Yeah, super 100, early. maybe. Like, super early. Like, yeah, it's like. You, you literally would have gotten him, like, on the backstretch or the next corner. Like, you're 10, 15 miles an hour faster than him. And, like, say whatever you want about Rick Ware racing. But, like, I feel like they're pretty respectful drivers. And, like, like they're never in in the way, usually. Like, they, 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 they do a good job of, like, getting out of everybody's way and running their race. Like, same with BJ when he's out there. It's but, a tough place, too, to do that. It's super tight here. I mean – Close quarters. It's a lot like Bristol, and we say that there's no place to hide there at Bristol. It's a big Bristol, so certainly hard to hide. Uh, and when I guess it, that was a three wide move with Larson on the outside, um, you just don't need to be doing that that early in the race for sure. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, there were a few times there I thought Larson was gonna give him a door bang or something to, to pay him back, but he ended up going with a little more subtle. But yeah, like I said, I think everybody was kind of focused on that one time, but I noticed like every time really the rest of that race, Chastain was lapping him. He would side draft the shit out of him. Like, so he yep. was, uh, not, to, which I was wondering, like I texted in the group chat too, and maybe you can elaborate. I don't even know how, how was Larson able to get, he went to the garage with crash damage. So they were right. on the DVP clock and they cleared, they, they met minimum speed and then okay. went to the garage. Oh, okay. So yeah. okay, I didn't I didn't realize that they uh they cleared the DVP and or whatever. I was like, how is he? 
like I was surprised to see him even back out there. Yeah, so that's what that's what happened. Okay, but, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, honestly, he he might have been the car to beat that race. You, you never know if uh if the, if that incident doesn't happen. So that's kind of a uh, I guess a what might have been kind of thing. But I guess one of the biggest stories of the day too, just a head scratching day for Hendrick in general. Obviously, Larson. No thought, no faults of his own, but I know we were both really high on Elliot there, and we both had him on our cards to win, and uh, really non-factor all day. And obviously, uh, Josh Berry can't expect much from a guy with not a lot of experience in the car, but he's still got a top ten. And then Byron led a lot of laps, but just kind of dropped like a rock there at the end. Like I think he rebounded and finished fourth, but. Yeah, I mean, he he fell back to like ninth from the lead once he got past. Yeah, twenty four trended loose um, throughout the, the race there, so that's they were having trouble keeping up with the car. Um, and yeah, as far as Elliott, like I said, just a non factor. Kind of was running like eighth to tenth all day long, and never really was, never really even heard of, heard of him all day long. So surprising, surprising, bad day for the nine, if you want to call it that. Uh, you know. Um, Top for 10 their day. standards, yeah. yeah. I don't know if did he finish top ten or where did he finish? Eleven. Okay. Barry passed yeah. him for the top ten. Okay. So. Yeah, so right outside the top ten. But yeah, that's kind of the day they had. Just uh, Meyer back in the pack there, and, and but the problem is that in the car, that team they don't give a fuck about top tens right now or top eleven or like what they need, he needs to win a race. Like that's his only way in the playoffs with the races he missed. So like they can't yeah, really go can out there drive. You can only do what the car will give you. Yeah, but that's just like that's not the team right now that's like happy for a, a top ten. No, absolutely you know, like, not. No, I mean that's what I'm saying. It was, that's what I'm saying. That's a bad day for that team right now. Like that's not the day they they wanted. So, yeah. Uh, you still think he wins a race? Chase Elliott. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I I agree too. I With was the, just like the speed that the Hendrick cars have right now. Absolutely. I mean, that's I, why I, I was, was so high on him this weekend. I mean, I was like, "This is this is this is my guy this weekend." And, and I said, "I was surprised they had a bad day, then kind of missed the setup all day, and yeah, ran tenth. So, no, I I agree with you. I was just like, at some point, that's gonna become a story. Like the closer we get to the oh, cutoff, absolutely. So, I mean, but like, you think if we got, I want to say, at least three road courses in that string. So yeah, you got to think he's gonna be. Factor all of those, and not to mention, I mean, he, he won Nashville last year, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, he won Nashville. He won Pocono. Okay, I if I would have forgotten that one. Um, but yeah, that was so, the one that that was the one Denny got thrown out. If you if you look at it historically, Chase Elliott doesn't really heat up till the midsummer. He's like Tony Stewart back in the day. It's, it is. It is. You know, the high, I mean, this high, was his first win last year. Yeah, this was his first win last year. So, yeah. And then another guy to to mention was Kyle Busch. Man, a lot of speed early. I I was happy with what I saw early there for like the first twenty laps, and thought we were going to be a factor in this thing. And then it just kind of all went to hell first pit stop, which been a trend for Kyle speeding on pit road. He's like the new Denny Hamlin almost. Like, like I don't know if it's something with how they're doing the lights at RCR. And, or it's just like Kyle pushing it too much or what, but I feel like it's what 
already four or five this year just for from Kyle. Yeah, seems like it. So, seems like a lot. And then got into the back of the 99 and uh, had some nose damage, and that was uh, – he was just kind of along for the ride the rest of the day. They tried that strategy to stay out there on, on the old tires, and I'm pretty sure within like 10 laps he was from first to like 28th. So. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they had they had to do something to to get the. I think they took the wave around there. Um, yeah. So they trying to they were just trying to make the best of the day, um, at that point. But yeah, they shot themselves in the foot. Kyle sped early and and then got caught up in that Suarez incident. So just uh, a a good day gone sour really fast. I mean, that's kind of what happens at Dover. You know, it's it's a self cleaning racetrack, and and when something happens, you it usually collects more than one race car. Um, on the way down the banking. So, yeah, it's just unfortunate, but you can't speed, man. If you speed, you get put in the weeds. That was a great quote on from uh, Joey on Saturday. Yeah. Turned and I, uh, race. another guy, uh, not a fan, but uh, as, as much as I, I hate to admit it, he's doing an awesome job as Ty Gibbs. Ran oh, great absolutely. all day. He and, didn't get I, the finish he deserved, but. Where did he end up finishing? Um, thirteenth. Oh yeah, that, wow. Definitely not the finish they deserved. I mean, I don't know what their strategy was there at the end. I'm sure it was big, big shakeup, or maybe they had a hiccup on pit road. I, I don't remember. Um, I actually had just walked in the door from work. Um, as Joey Logano hit the wall and spun out, so I was like, "Oh, sweet, fire up the big screen for uh for a finish here." So. And I, I didn't even realize on that last restart, just like things you miss, like being at the race at Truex was on old tires. Yeah, they took two tires there. Was he the only one on two? Or? No, uh, Blaney took two and Bell took two, I think. And okay. Bell, Bell kind of is the one that swallowed, got swallowed up real quick. Well, he still got P6. So. Yeah, but he was the one that he was like the, the blocker, essentially. He was fullback and, and, you know, they were like swarming him first and then Blaney and Truex were able to sneak out there. Yeah. But um, shit, lost We're talking about Ty Gibbs. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Ty Gibbs, man, had a great day. Um, we know that, that team, they got plenty of speed. Obviously, the Toyotas were fast all day. I mean, Hamlin ran top, we'll call it top six, seven all day. Um, and you had Truex obviously picking up the win. Uh, Christopher Bell, we just mentioned him being a player. Uh, he ran about top five all day, and Ty Gibbs ran top five all day. So, yeah, this super solid effort from the Toyotas, and certainly from Ty Gibbs. I mean, we you got to think that experience paid off from last year being in the car a lot. Um, but I will say, I feel like a lot of I've seen a lot of comparisons between him and Gregson. And I feel like it's just not fair. I mean, that the tier of equipment that Gibbs is in versus Gregson is just night and day. So, no, nah, no way. I mean, the only thing, I mean, Noah's been bad, but I mean, it's like, I'm not going to. You can't compare the two. You, yeah. That's how I see it. You yeah. just can't compare it like, oh, he's having a way better rookie year. Like, no shit. I mean, he's running the 18 car. <laughs> it just has like, a, I think a more accurate, compa- like, I think a more fair comparison would be like, if you go back and look at like Harrison Burton's numbers from last year and like that kind of thing, or like look at that 42 car from last year with Ty Dillon in it, which yeah. didn't run well. It's running, it was run, granted, not a rookie driver, it's running better than it is 
But legacy as a whole is down this year. And yeah, and that, I was going to mention that as well. But yeah, just a, kind of a, I feel like a tidbit that I've heard a lot of this week, um, that that the Gibbs versus Gregson. Um, so yeah, just yeah, just wanted. To, yeah, I was like, you can't really compare the two at all. So nonetheless, Ty Gibbs, great run. Um, again, this week we had he had a great run at Talladega, um, and and I'll probably be high on him again this week. Um, it probably maybe a top ten if the odds are right. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know where you want to go from here. Um, that's pretty much all yeah. I got from the Cup race. We can get into a little bit yeah. of Xfinity. Yeah, we can put a bow on the Cup race, but yeah, just like obviously we need to talk about Truex winning and like like long winless streak over for him and I'd like him and James Small like needed that win so bad just to like get confidence in each other again because I mean they go I mean. Literally, James Small told him to shut the fuck up, like, earlier in this race. Like, like those two are at each other's throats. And it seemed like if things didn't get better, like, results-wise, that they, they were reaching a point where they were getting ready to get split up. But, I mean, obviously, you win a race now. You're not going to see that happen. So, like, that just – that pairing needed a win very bad. Oh, absolutely. I mean – we know they got the win in the clash earlier this year, but I mean, they were certainly at each other's throats at Richmond. Um, and then you heard it on the radio again this week. Um, I think, yeah, had they not gotten a win, you might've seen a, a, a change at the top of the box this week or, or in the coming weeks, but yeah, they certainly needed that win bad. And then it's not like they've been running bad. I mean, they've been in contention and been close and it just hasn't come together for them. They've shot themselves in the foot a lot. I mean, go back to Richmond and, they were. I, they should have won that race. Um, and that was the race. Like they didn't tell him he was on two tires, and he he was rightfully so. I'd say pissed about that. Right. Yeah. So, nonetheless, yeah. I mean, that's you love the the energy on top of the box. Um, I mean, that's how. If, if I, I mean, I get it. You're in the heat of the battle, and and the driver feels like they're on an island. So. And Martin's an animated guy on the radio. In, uh, absolutely, in general, so. absolutely. But yeah, I think that, that whole team needed this win for sure. And I mean, watch out for them; they might catch fire here. No, yeah, I love to see it. Um, maybe his last year, but I don't know. He keeps winning like this. I feel like he might come back and take the tracker another round. But I mean, he signed back on a one-year deal and was considering retirement last year. So I mean, if this is it, it's good to see him get a win and get locked in the playoffs and and if like say if it is his final year it'd be awesome to watch him go on a real run and go out with a bang yeah for sure but yeah i mean i uh yeah i don't really have anything else to add i mean yeah shout out josh barry top 10 good run for him um i guess he's going to the four car that seems uh that like, seems like the the rumor mill is churning out these days. Is yeah, that he's to, to take over the four car, and I, I after said he that signed right with KH, KHI, that was. But I mean, apparently that deal has been done for a while now. So yeah, that and that's I didn't know till you told me today about him having in his contract to be the sub driver for Chevy because that was my only just thing for is, Hendrick. Or for Hendrick, yeah, yeah. Just for Hendrick. That's he's the reserve driver for Hendrick this year. So he doesn't oh, really yeah. have any ties to Chevy necessarily. I think and I, that was I my... was going back on J Ski and trying to look at it when we were having that argument. And 
I think he's only ran like one or two like Chevy, the Chevy accessory schemes. So it's like, it's not like he's even ran a lot of the like Chevy stuff. You know what I mean? It's not like he's had a lot of Chevy backing over the years. Yeah. But yeah, if he didn't have that in his contract, like my thought was like Chevy would be like, all right, let's put one of our guys that's not leaving and going to Ford in this car. Yeah. I think, I think, I think it was just a, a great sign by Kevin Harvick. I mean, he, he knew he knows great talent when he sees it. I mean, he, him and I'm sure he's talked to Dale Jr. Obviously they have the ownership deal in the cars tour. Um, I mean, it, it just makes sense. And I, I just, I thought it was how fitting is the, the guy that took over Dale Earnhardt senior's car is now passing the torch to, the the guy that was set to take over Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s car if he was to go cup racing, you know, it's like it just seems fitting. So and no, I no. And, and you don't leave JRM for for the forty seven. I'm sorry, but you don't leave JRM for the forty seven. Now I will say that like my only hesitation is, uh, man, you look at SHR that lineup next year, even with Josh Berry, like basically a rookie cup <laughs> driver, like. I don't know, man. I just feel like you needed to get a guy like I kept saying Chris Busher. He's his contract's up after this year. That's who I would have went and gotten. Because like you just need a guy who's like Ben and Cup that you know can go win races. Because they just don't have a guy with with that pedigree in any of their cars right now. That's why Chris Busher was the guy I was thinking and hoping to see. I was thinking Busher or Stenhouse. Those were the two names I was coming back to. And but you know. It's going to be Josh Berry, and I'm sure he'll do a good job. But, yeah, it is concerning that you're adding basically another rookie cup driver into that car who's never won a race and anything like that. So that that that's my only hesitation there. No, I'll put it to you this way. Um, as I'm, I'm doing a little research here. Okay, so Ricky's older than I thought. Um, but Ricky's what, 33? 35. 35. Yep. Will turn thirty six in October. And um, what's Chris Busher? Chris Busher is thirty. Okay. And Josh Berry is thirty two. So I was gonna say I thought Ricky was like thirty thirty one, but uh, yeah, I, I mean I said you, you do have a lot of experience in Ricky, but I think I think you just they have that long. I don't know if 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 it's a Kroger deal. I don't know exactly the terms of that, but I feel like he's tied to that Kroger deal, and and that was a big Kroger deal that they signed, and I'm sure that was multi year. Um, I think they really like him over there. Seems building good chemistry. Obviously, they got the win in the 500. You don't want to break that up. I mean, I don't know what his contract situation is at JTG. Um, to be honest, uh, I don't know if you, I don't think I mean, anybody, you know, contracts don't mean anything. No, anything. not necessarily. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like I said, I thought, I think when you have that sponsorship with the Kroger, it's just a, it's, he's going to be there for a while. Um, I think the only 36 race sponsor left in the garage is Kroger. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah. And like, uh, I say, like I said, I think and, that they, him and Kroger, got, they got a good deal there, so you don't break that up. And I said, I think, I mean, Josh Berry, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of cup experience, but he's got a lot of race experience. Um, he's ran a lot of races growing up, running the short tracks, grinding. And, uh, I mean, it's just a perfect opportunity, I think, for him to, to hopefully showcase his abilities. I mean, Obviously, SHR seems a little bit down right now, but I think he he could easily run where that four car is right now. You know, I think if you were to throw Ooh, him in that four car, lot. the car's like third in points right now. Four. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I, I mean, 
I feel like consistently the four and and whatever Josh Berry's running. I mean, for as many cup yeah, starts as Josh Berry has, you know, I, I feel like third in points. Okay, I, w- I would not guess that. Yeah, so they've been having a better year than I thought. I was about to say that's kind of a hot take. I I do think there's going to be a drop off there, but yeah, but, I, I I could see that. It's just yeah. I, I felt like Stuart Haas has been down, but. We, and maybe we that know, we may, know Harvey maybe carries, the, can carry the race car, um, but obviously Josh Berry. I mean, he's got a lot of talent. Um, I feel like he's got what one top five and a couple of top tens and in, in the few starts that he's gotten this year. So, yeah, I think a full time ride would do him good. And like I said I think it's just it's a solid deal. You know, pass the torch. It's good for SHR. I'm excited for him. And maybe that ten car still pops open too, like depending on what Eric decides to do, and they can go get a driver in that. I mean, no offense to Eric, but he's out there just riding around every week because Smithfield likes him. So, I mean, kind of a guy, like I said, like like nothing but respect for him, but, you know, I'd like to see a fresh face get in that car. And, uh, yeah, maybe they could go get – I mean, I'm just going to keep beating the Chris Busher drum because I've – been literally waiting Chris Busher's whole cup career for him to get in like a legit like when I mean hell maybe RFK is a better ride than the 10 at this point anyway because they've been running well this year so but yeah we will uh see what happens on that I guess that's a we'll talk about the silly season stuff more as the uh the year goes on but speaking of guys who need a ride I think that's <clears throat> good I'm uh, excuse me, a good transition to Xfinity and uh, Ryan Truex getting that first career win. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time coming. Um, he's been around the series <laughs> for a long time, been in some, some good rides, some bad rides, um, and, and yeah, stuck it out, finally in a good ride part-time this year. And at his home track, I mean, went out there and kicked everybody's ass. Honestly, I mean, a dominating day for for him in that 19 team. A weekend <coughs> – fuck me. A weekend for the, the the Truex family for sure. And, yeah, it's like – I listened to – I don't know if you listened to his episode on uh, Corey's podcast a, a few weeks ago, but anytime I see guys give, like, those, like, candid interviews, it makes me, like, you know, really root for them and even more of a fan of them. And I – like he was very honest and open on that podcast, and I I love to like <laughs> hear behind the scenes on what he had to say. So yeah, a couple weeks later for to see him get a win, and I guess I mean he has five races this year, six races, and I think uh, I guess Joe Gibbs has already said that they want to get him some more. So hopefully we uh, end up seeing that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we know he doesn't really have a lot of funding. That was a Toyota backed car. Um, so if he, if he could just find some funding, I mean, he'd be all right. Um, but yeah, hopefully this was able to showcase his talents, um, when given, when given a good ride, uh, and, and that's how you find sponsorship opportunities. So yeah, hopefully this can boost his career and, and he's able to get some more rides next year, uh, and put something together. I mean, he said in his post-race interview, his plan is to run full time next year. So yeah, hopefully we can get a deal put together and, and we can see him go out there and compete because, I mean, he's a heck of a talent. I think he's proven that, and that's how he's gotten this far in his, his career, but he just doesn't have the sponsorship dollars that needed. So, yeah, we'll see where it goes, but 
Yeah, dominating. He's Josh day. Berry. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's exactly a good uh, analogy there. Go ahead, though. My bad. No, you. I mean, like I said, good, good analogy, and uh, it was really awesome to see him kick everybody's ass on Saturday. Were you able to catch that race? I was at the Nats game, so I didn't get to see any of it. Yeah, I was. If for well, if for you want to, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'll pull up Twitter here. I mean, I said it was a pretty dominating day for the 19. Uh, I mean, he went one stage one, um, back to the leave during stage two. Um, you did have Kligerman and uh, who was Corey Heim uh, get together. Corey Heim kind of. Dumped the 48 there, going down the back stretch. Parker gave him the old uh, one-finger salute. Uh, but, yeah, then the 19 win stage two. Um, you had Austin Hill, which you, you picked, I believe, last week on the pod. Um, he did get the lead there uh, early on on uh, the restart for stage three. That car looked sweet, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shortly after that, I mean, Truex back around for the lead, and I mean, I said it was pretty dominating day for him. I mean, was, he had a piece. I mean, I, I early on, I I even like live bet it. It was like plus four hundred, um, and I I jumped in. I was like, yo, th- like this this dude has a piece. Like all he's got to do is just put finish the race. You know what I'm saying? Like he, you can't mess this up today. It seemed like the Truex, or- yeah, and that's why I mean, it, 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 for his. It was kind of a stinker, but it wasn't because, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, Truex, no way Truex is going to pull this out. You know what I mean? It was like, how is he going to lose this this one? So, uh, And he learned from his brother because, like, we've seen so many. I don't feel like anybody wins, like, boring, dominate, dominating races more than Martin Truex. Martin Truex. And, like, that's why he, he – I feel like he got so much hate is because he just had so many, like, dominating wins. Like, nobody stinks up a show like Martin Truex. So, fitting for his brother to get his first win in the same fashion, I guess. Yeah, it's funny here. Like, uh, probably this is probably, like, as soon as I, like, live bet it. Uh, it or maybe it was a couple laps later or whatever, but I just tweeted out. I said, Truex around Kligerman for fourth looks quick. And then I uh, I don't know if you saw any highlights from it, but that uh, the 19 car definitely looked like the old uh, 20 Rockwell car um that joe gibbs used to run i was like i was like is it a throwback like it kind of looks like a throwback but it's not so uh yeah it's certainly cool to see that um but yeah this is dominating day for truex um yeah solid day man yeah so yeah really happy for him uh damn we got i want to get him on here that's a guy those are the guys i want to talk to like I'd love to to hear from him someday and just hear more about his story. But yeah, congrats, uh, congrats to him. Yep, for sure. It was exciting. We had more excited to see him pick up the dub. And we had more uh, announcements for the NASCAR seventy five list this week. I guess before we put a bow on NASCAR, Martin, the aforementioned Martin Truex, uh, Brad. That was I don't know if you saw him race up, but like his daughters got to bring him the box and like present it to him like live on race hub. That was pretty cool. Uh, Bobby Labonte, Dale Jr., Jeff Burton. I think those are all the new ones that we haven't, uh, that we didn't mention last week. So 
yeah, shout out to all those guys for getting on that illustrious list. And now we're down to, uh, I believe, nine spots left on there. So, and I, out of those nine, uh, I can count one, two, three, four, five, six of those that are locks. So, like Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Bush, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, Kurt Bush, Matt Kenseth. Haven't yeah. been announced, but I feel like those are all locks. So. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, and no, I've been really intrigued by that and cool to see uh, some more. I just like how they're they're making all these announcements, like, special and, like, giving all these people these cool moments. Like, that. Like you did you see uh, Harrison Burton, like, during the pace laps at Dega? Yeah. Like, tell his dad he made it. Like, that's what I'm saying. I love that kind of shit, and I think it's a cool list. So, yeah, yeah definitely. I just wanted to mention that. For sure. What else? Anything else from NASCAR side? Not that I can think of. Um, yeah, I feel like that pretty well. They took the five and forty-one back to the R and D center. So, uh, yeah, I would say they, they didn't take any cars this week. That was uh, after Talladega. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I was just mentioning that for we were talking about the the wreck last week and them looking into those cars. So, yep. Yeah, I don't know if they were released like any like specific findings yet. I haven't. Oh seen no, them. it'll be a while before they, if they even if they do release anything. But yeah, I mean, like I said luckily both drivers were able to walk away. Um, but it was certainly a scary wreck for to see that five car get mangled like that. But yeah, NASCAR will look into it and see if there's any improvements that can be done. It. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You want to talk outlaws, or you want to preview this weekend? Where, where do you want to go? Um, yeah, we can talk preview this week. Oh, oh, I know. We haven't mentioned Legacy going to Toyota. I knew we were missing like a big story. Oh yeah. I mean, I, like I, I said in the group chat yesterday. I'll just like repeat, like, good move for them because to me, there's just like there's too many mouths to feed at Chevy right now, and they're like you know, fifth or sixth on the totem pole at Chevy right now. So, like, a a good move for them to go to Toyota, and I feel like Toyota, you know, they need more seats in general, and I hope they, you know, make, uh, you know, Legacy like a factory-supported team because, like, when MWR was with Toyota, MWR was more like an independent and not like a factory-supported Toyota team like Gibbs. But I hope they're more like collaborative with Legacy, and um, yeah, like good for them to get more cup seats because we know that they've just had like they've had to give some guys the boot. I mean, one of which is coming back under their nest now, Eric Jones. So both guys have driven for Toyota. So um, yeah, which Noah left. That was, I think that was more Kyle's decision for Noah to leave than Toyota's. Well, I think yeah, Kyle I mean, was kind of fed up with him and Toddy G after that. Uh, after that year, and Kyle kind of made the made the move to get rid of both of them. But yeah, but like I said they both driven for Toyota, so yeah, it, it certainly you move up on the totem pole. It seems like now you're at least uh, what third in line at Toyota. T- would you would think um, it's better than fourth or fifth at Chevy? So yeah, I think it's a good move for them. Um, yeah, it can't hurt. Um, no, it'd be interesting to see if they can they can make gains from this. 
surprised to see Jimmy Johnson leave Chevy after all these years. I guess. Well, he ran uh, Honda at IndyCar. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't a Chevy that. driver at IndyCar, so. Yeah. I didn't think about that, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, good for uh, Legacy, and I can't get much worse than where they're at now because it's been a rough year for them. And I don't know if maybe they've known this is coming and kind of like as a result uh, haven't been getting as much support, and that might have something to do with their performance this year. But Yeah, you'd imagine deals like this aren't just done overnight or, you know what I mean, they're – they're done long term, so yeah, you'd have to imagine that there were some rumblings, and maybe they got their their tech support cut back a little bit. But yeah, uh, I think a solid move for them. Yeah, no doubt. But, but yeah, moving then... into Kansas this weekend, um, I guess we got what, two races: Truck Series on Saturday. Oh, it's a night race on Saturday, and then uh, Sunday the Cup Series race. So, yeah, a little, little two-race two, two race action this weekend. I mean, 23-11 has to be the the favorite going. I mean, they kind of dominated both races here last year with Bubba in the fall and with Kurt in the spring. So, I mean, I've heard people say the 45 won both races last year. Just remember that was the 23 basically in the fall that had a 45 on the door. Yeah. So, like, people was like, oh, the 45, like, as in, yeah, I just feel like people kind of forget that. They just remember Bubba was in the 45, but don't remember it's still the, the 23 team, just with a 45 on the door for owner's points purposes. But, but yeah, I mean, both wins here last year for 23-11, so, I mean, but we know stuff is uh, rapidly changing, so, I mean, you have to – wonder how you know is that going to translate into this weekend or not that's i guess going to be the big story to follow yeah i mean i will say here if as i pull up the odds a twenty three eleven car is not the favorite their second favorite tyler reddick who is, is it larson larson at plus 500 is the favorite larson is the favorite yeah. every fucking week every week that's how that's how good hendrick is right now they, they already know um, but yeah, I don't know. It's I think Toyota will be fast this weekend. Um, the the books do have that predicted out pretty well. Um, the, the books are catching on. It seems like you know the, there's like the top six are like okay odds, uh, and then everything after that they kind of open up a little bit. So it's interesting. Yeah, I think they're catching on to us, guys. We need a few. We need a few weeks of chaos to happen. So, uh, so they get they get thrown off. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. A few more yeah. uh, overtime finishes. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So Kansas should be pretty good, but um, yeah. I mean, I had good races there last year, so looking forward to it. Yep. And then Outlaws, we had the. Uh, I guess if you want to bring it up. A uh, big story of the week was the uh, James McFadden Roth Motorsports, man. They got the hammer dropped on them. Yeah, they got kind of the death penalty. Certainly death penalty too on their season. Um, what was it, five-race suspension or something like that? Three-race. Okay, yeah. I knew it wasn't something – it wasn't crazy, but it certainly uh, puts a damper on their uh, their season. Um, I, guess I was surprised to see the driver's suspension. 
bleeding tires. Yeah, yeah. And I was surprised to see the driver suspended. That's the part of it that surprised me. Well, I mean, it's basically the team. I mean, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, was a driver just going to go out there and drive the car by himself and let's like work on it himself? You ain't going to have that happen. So he could have went, went and drove another car if he wanted. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, it's only three races. So it's like, why not just take your medicine, whatever? Take to take your three day, va- take three race of uh, vacation. Uh, yeah, I mean, they obviously they were showing signs of speed early, and I mean, I guess they were bleeding tires or something, and yeah, that's obviously no no in the outlaws, and yeah, they got busted for it. Three years. I mean, you want to blame the stuff before Aaron Reitzel? I mean, obviously, I think it's more than. More than just Aaron Reitzel, that team has no problem uh, engaging in shenanigans and that kind of shows here. So, well, what's the uh, eight old saying? Uh, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's uh, yeah, that's racing. So, yeah, but they're the only team that's gotten caught like this. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to be, got to be good about it. You know, you can't can't go out there every night and start whipping up on everybody. Then the people will start raising questions. Maybe slowly do it, you know? So yeah. surely, slowly show some speed. Um, what do you so. um? And then another big story from the week, just trying to move through it so we're not here all night. But um, um, we talked about this a little bit before, but the Fox Sports uh, and Flow are partnering for like a – basically like a drive to survive in, in the dirt world. So um, I know like the, the first episode is going to be like highlighting Kyle Larson from the Chili Bowl. I guess not this past year because he wasn't there. But so two years ago, but that'll be the first episode. And I believe from what I heard, it's slated to premiere after the all-star race. So. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's, May sixteenth, I thought was the first first race, first episode. Is it? Yeah, I think it's May sixteenth. Um, you might might have to double check that, but no, I did see a little clip of that Larson interview, and it it looks great. The cinema cinema cinemography of it uh, looks awesome. Looks like it's really well put together. I'm excited to watch it. Uh, yeah, they what's it called? Like Dirt, the Last American Sport, or something. Uh yeah, like the the last great American the last sport. great American sport, yeah. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that, but no, sure. I mean obviously you gotta make it a catchy <laughs> title. I mean, what are you gonna yeah. do? Um, see, I'm trying to trying to figure out a date here. Yeah, Tuesday, May 16th at 7 p.m. on FS1. Okay, so I guess it's gonna come out like I guess that's a Tuesday. I think. Um, I believe that's the week, the day I get to North Folksville. So. Yes, uh, I'm excited to check that out for sure. Where are we camping, by the way? Uh, well, I'll text you details on that. Um, <laughs> Hell, tell tell our pod listeners. Maybe they won't come camp with us. We'll get into that. <laughs> Shit. But, um, no, go ahead. My bad. I didn't mean to derail no, I mean, I'm just I'm excited about it. I said the, the, the one little clip that I saw looked really, really good, well, well put together, and I'm excited to check it out. Oh yeah, well I didn't uh, I didn't get to see uh, 
the outlaw races this past weekend. I doubt you did either because we're uh, still waiting to renew our dirt vision. So. Yeah, we'll get on that probably after our Wilkesboro trip here. Wilkesboro yeah. and Charlotte, we've been busy. So probably until then, we'll uh, just give you guys a little recaps here. Make it quick tonight since we've already been here coming up on an hour. Um, let me see if I can pull this up. Yada, yada. I'll do Friday night here. Um, with the gravel win, and you can get Saturday. Um, All right, I got Saturdays pulled up, so. <clears throat> All right, perfect. Yeah, but uh, like I said, David Gravel picking up the win at, let me see, let me get this right, Tri-City Speedway. Um, There's a tricky Tri-City, Tri-State this weekend. But yeah, David Gravel picking up the win from third. Parker Price Miller picking up second place from fifth. Logan Shuhart third. Carson Macedo fourth. Brad Sweet rounding out your top five. Um, and I would assume Buddy Kofoit, hard charger, 18th to 6th, looks like. So, solid night for him. Um, yeah. Like I said, we don't have the Dirt Vision account. We've been hurting on some dollars before. Obviously, Travis has been to a bunch of races. I've had stuff going on. But uh, after Wilkesboro and Charlotte, we promise to get back on it. And we will get back into some good sprint car racing. Yeah, I look forward to that. But um, the summer stretch. Yeah, the three race April did not do my bank account any favors. So right, I'm looking forward to not doing shit the next couple weeks and letting that reset a little bit. Right. But um, yeah, I'll go ahead and take a Saturday at Tri State, and we have Brady Bacon getting his first career win with the Outlaws. So. Shout out to him. Awesome. We know him. Uh, fantastic midget driver. And uh, him to get his first career win with the Outlaws is uh, pretty cool. So shout out to, to Brady for that. And uh, he beat out Sheldon Hoddenshield for that, coming home second. Brad Sweet rounded out the podium on third. Carson Macedo fourth. Tyler Courtney fifth. And then the hard charger of the night uh, from 18th to uh, eighth was Joe B. Miller. All right. Who's a local driver there in the Midwest? So, hell yeah. So yeah, no. Nah. Like I said, we were both in... nights. That's kind of crazy. I feel like. Oh, it was I think so? Either way, oh, shit. maybe it was sick. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, uh, yeah. Well, I said we'll promise to get get better on the the spare car stuff. Uh, obviously, the high limits race tonight got rained out at Kokomo. Um, so disappointed on that. They said it's postponed, not canceled. So look for them to make that up. Uh, I'm not sure when the next one is. Um, kind of just all focused on Wilkesboro in a couple weeks. But yeah, uh, this weekend I actually will be at the dirt track. I'm headed up to Winchester Speedway in Virginia. If anybody listening will be there. Uh, going to check out a buddy I work with, Cody Oliver. He runs Dirt Modifieds out there. Uh, going to check out him, hang out in the pits there with him and his family during the race and, and check out, check out their deal and their scene. And, and then I believe we'll have him on next week to talk about that. So yeah. You, exciting. Uh, Go ahead. I was going to ask you going to the Grove next weekend. No, I'm not. Yeah. I, 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 I said, I've, I'll be heading off to Wilkesboro on Tuesday. So probably just chilling and, yeah. Yeah. Well, we got uh we got Eldora this weekend. I believe the All Stars are back this weekend too. 
Yeah, let I me, think uh, you're correct. Yeah, let me pull that up just to be sure. Make sure <laughs> I'm not talking out of my ass. But, but yeah, um, should be exciting. Yeah, they are. Where are they at? They are at Atomic. All right. No, that is tomorrow night. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so the 10,000 to win tomorrow night at Atomic. So. And then is it just a single race this week? Yeah, just that tomorrow night. And All right, well, then, at, see, uh, yeah, we're starting to get into the thick of it here. Three straight nights of sprint car racing. It would be it would have been four straight nights uh, had the high limits been been there. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely getting into it. And then I guess it looks like we got a weekday race next week at Lincoln. Uh, and then a Saturday, a Friday show, maybe May 12th. I don't know the dates on that. Uh, yeah, Friday show at Williams Grove. Is that is that a two 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 day show? Yeah, the Morgan Cup. Okay. So. Yeah. Cool. Good deal. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get some uh, picks in for Kansas and Eldora and all that good jazz. I don't know where you would lead off. You want to lead off Sprint Car since we're already in it. Uh, yeah, let's do Kansas. By the way, uh, and before we pick Outlaws, I didn't know if you saw uh, 1.30 Sunday on CBS, they're doing a documentary. Nice. Yeah, I think um, I did see something about that. World of Outlaws, the good, the young, and the dirty will be a documentary-style show that follows seasoned veterans. So basically, I guess another fucking like drive-to-survive type thing, which is smart, like capitalize on that success. Like, they're doing it right. Let's get it on CBS at 1.30, not NASCAR. Did a great documentary, but they put it on the USA Network at 10 p.m. at night on, like, a Wednesday night when nobody's going to be watching it. I feel like NASCAR kind of – whoever made that decision kind of dropped the ball. But the, uh, the outlaws are doing it right, so I'm sure I'll be tuning into that this Sunday. So. Yeah, hell yeah. Real quick before um, we do our outlaw picks, we will I will do a little uh, championship update. The forty-one of Carson Macedo right now is the point leader with by twelve points over Brad Sweet and forty-eight points over David Gravel. So tight little battle for the top three. Obviously, it's early, but uh, that that's that was updated April 29th. So yeah, I guess that's the last time we raced. So yeah, exciting stuff. Uh, but yeah, two races at Eldora. The Let's Race Two. Um, let's get into some picks. You want to lead us off? All right, let's do it. Uh, we're starting in Eldora. Yep. All right. Um, I'll go with a guy who's won a bunch. Uh, he's won a he's won a few at Eldora. Um, I think three or four times. Uh, always runs well here. I'll go with Logan Shuhart Friday night. The one S. All right. Uh, Friday night, give me the 41 of Carson Macedo, the point leader. All right. And Saturday, who you got? Saturday, give me David Gravel. All right. The two. I will go. I will go with uh, the reigning king of Eldora, the reigning king's royal winner, Brent Marks, the Myerstown Missile. Big money marks. All right. Um, yeah, uh, I guess that leads us into Kansas picks. Yeah, we got just trucks, right? No Xfinity. This, yeah. Nope, trucks yeah, no and Xfinity. cup. 
All right. Well, you uh, – oh, so it's my pick first for trucks? Yep. Oh, all right. Let's see. Give me – I don't know. Kansas and the trucks is usually pretty crazy. But, um, yeah, I'll go with the chalk and go with Kyle Busch. Fuck. I was hoping you didn't realize he was racing. <laughs> nah, I'm looking at it. <laughs> I was hoping, you know. I was hopeful. Uh you know you gotta get you gotta get the other guy that's the been the de- best truck uh, flat out in these mile and a halfs. Give me Zane Smith in the thirty eight. All right, and then uh, that'll lead us into Sunday Cup and Sunday. Oh, should be a pretty way, good race. By the way, the odds on that for mine will be plus five fifty for Zane Smith right now. What's got like minus two fifty? Minus one twenty five. Jesus Christ. Talk about Chalky. <laughs> so, yeah, don't, do not bet that, folks. Do not do that. Do not bet that. If anything, take Zane Smith and just hope for the best, you know. If you can get Kyle plus money, then bet it. But anything minus money, do not do it. Don't touch it. Don't even eyeball it. All right. Not in a race. <laughs> no, no. Not even Formula One, I would not do it. Like, I don't care how, like, there's so much, there's too many literally moving parts on a race car. For it to be minus money, like I'm not trusting that. No, no way. Yeah, that's too much. Too many variables. Too many like pit crew. You know what I mean? It's not just Kyle Busch. All right, uh, Sunday. Fuck, I don't know where to go with this. My heart tells me 45, but I'm not going that way. I don't think. <sighs> 23 is going to be a good one if you want to go there. Mm. Dang it, I wish I wasn't first. What was the last mile and a half you raced? Vegas? I got mine if you want me to pick. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you some time to think about it because I've kind of tracked he's run good at before, and I think he's finally going to break through. Give me the four ball, Kevin Harvick, first mm. win of his final season. I like it. Solid. Plus um, 1,800 on that. Okay, let me see here. Let me see here. I believe Harvick finished I got like that top at, five here. I got that at plus 22, by the way. Plus 22. Okay. I'm, the... I'm looking on NASCAR's app. So. Um, man, I don't know. Uh, fuck. Uh, give me Chase Elliott. Not a bad pick. Chase Elliott plus 1,400. Ring siren. I'm not locking that in. Right now, I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm gonna sleep on it. Give it one more day before practice, uh, and then make man, it. I almost, I almost nailed it on here with my Chastain last week. Yeah, yeah, you had some good picks for sure. Um, and then I guess we said we're gonna start picking like a. I mean, hey, I look good 10. early. I look good early with the eight car. I guess you said by the way last week, and we can start. We can start picking like like a top ten sleeper. Oh yeah, so, I like that. I'm gonna get my FanDuel app pulled up real quick and uh, look at that. And okay, the 76ers are down by 30, and I had them to cover tonight, so that's nice. But, yeah, no, I knew that wasn't happening. I I, um, I wanted to lead off here. Uh, how about your Bruins? Or what time is the Bruins game? Oh Jesus Christ! Well, you you can't really do that when your team didn't make the playoffs. I mean, but... I, I had the jab when you were the best team in the fucking league. But like literally, like 
by historic amounts and then fucking go out like that. It was tough. That was yeah. tough. It was a tough Bad two luck. nights. Tough, tough two nights for Boston fans. Back to back. Bad uh, luck. Yeah. Sure. They got they got kicked in the balls there at the garden. Back to back nights. I, I looked on FanDuel, by the way. I don't see top 10 odds. So, like, I'll just need to pick one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, just uh, t- tell me probably who you're thinking for a, a sleeper run here. Um, I will take. Um, shit. Eee. There's no really good sleepers this week. I mean, there's I a lot one. of there's a lot of good guys you can get that are plus money right now on the top tens. But yeah, go ahead with your sleeper, and I'll tell you the odds. We talk. I've talked about him earlier. I'll sing his praises a lot. He's had a strong year. Give me Chris Busher. I see him pretty far down on the line here. So, um. Yeah, they got it plus two seventy. That's pretty good. I like that. That's actually a really solid one. Um, I mean, he already has four or five top tens this year. I'm pretty sure. Like, he's had a good year. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I said I can't remember the last mile and a half we're at to base it off of. I, I need to go back and do a little bit of research. Vegas. Yeah, I figured it was Vegas, but I said I don't know the running order. And you got to think a lot has changed. That was before we came back from the West Coast. Teams have made made a mod not modification, but uh, updated their cars essentially. For, for what they've learned out there. Um, but, but If you can't find one, I'll give no, you one. No, I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to piggyback off of your pick, the four, um, that I thought was pretty solid. Give me uh, Chase Briscoe and also plus 270 for a top 10. All right. And one more I see. You can get the odds real quick just because, like, I pulled up Vegas. P6 at Vegas was Austin Cendrick, and I saw him pretty deep down on the list. That's a plus 300, yeah. There you go. But so I mean, I will three. say, uh, we'll say just looking at it real quick. I mean, you can get Kevin Harvick for plus money, Joey Logano for plus money, for a top ten, for top tens right now on Barstool. Yes, holy so shit! Hammer if you are, yeah, hammer those if you're listening. There, those are both. Uh, that's plus one hundred for Harvick, plus one fifteen for Logano, um, and then also Brad Keselowski, Ty Gibbs, plus one twenty five, plus one fifty respectively. So, those are your pretty much lock hammers. Um, yeah, those, those top four, you could make some change off of those. I think, um, certainly this, those first two at Harvick and uh, Logano. All right. All right. Well, drink you owe me a Coke, but Hey, right about an hour here. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. Probably exactly an hour once I cut it down. So. Yeah, that'd be solid. Um, yeah, excited, excited for Next week, we got a special guest coming on. We'll save that announcement for once it happens or once we release the episode. But uh, Cody Oliver from the Dirt Modifieds will be on as well. Um, like I said, expect the content this weekend from Winchester as I go to that race and kind of cover that and should bring that to you guys. So, yeah, tune into socials for that. Um, other than that, it'll probably be a quiet couple weeks on the accounts uh, until we are uh, – on racecation at North Wilkesboro for the week. So we'll talk to y'all next week. All right. See you.